0: Happy Pride Month, everyone. We thought we would celebrate this month by talking about our cast and crew as members of the LGBTQ community.
1: Megzi is 32 years old. She has been a professional artist for 13 years and has a degree in gender and women's studies from the University of Wisconsin at Madison. For the podcast, Megzi is the art director handling all art and graphics for both promotion and web use. Megzi uses she, her pronouns, identifying as the gender assigned to her at birth. She is pansexual, with gender not having a factor in her attraction to a person. She's also on the asexual spectrum, as a gray A, only sometimes experiencing sexual attraction. Romantically, she identifies as a homoromantic lesbian, preferring those who identify and present as women. She met her wife, Chris, on, get this, Live Journal, and they have been together for a lucky 13 years come July.
0: Chris is 35, works as a video editor for a local TV station, and does freelance video editing and motion graphics on the side. For the podcast, Chris is the director, one of the audio editors, the mixer, and social media manager. Chris is trans, specifically non-binary or genderqueer. They use gender-neutral pronouns like they-them, including using mix instead of Mr. or Mrs. Sexually, they identify as pansexual, with gender not playing a factor in physical attraction. Romantically, they identify as homoromantic lesbian, preferring those who identify as women. They came out as queer when they were 13 and came out as non-binary when they were 33. They proposed to their girlfriend Megzi at Disneyland and legally married her on Friday, October 13, 2017. They bonded over creating characters together.
2: Molly is 27 and has had a love of storytelling all her life. She has a bachelor's degree in independent digital film and has done a lot of freelance video recording and editing work on the side. For the podcast, she's the DM, story writer, and second audio editor. Molly identifies as trans non-binary, specifically demigirl, meaning that she identifies as mostly, but not quite, female. She prefers she, her, or they, them pronouns. She is also pansexual and polyamorous, feeling attraction for individuals regardless of their gender identity, and experiencing romantic attraction for multiple individuals. Molly spends most of her time creating story and character ideas for current and future projects.
0: We strive to make this podcast and story an inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we have missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include Mature Themes Imagine a world on the frontier where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources are found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances are happening at such a rate Society can't keep up. Allowing evil, misguided people to create abominations in nature. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace, trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine, amidst all this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being—the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the fey Wild West. Let's be legendary.
2: Hello, and welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition.
1: Hello. Gotta catch them <laughs> all. <laughs> You have been. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's that's (laughs) it. That's the joke. That's it. That's the joke. Yeah. All right. Last we left are two.
1: Familial. Familial.
2: Familial. Adventurers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dashing. Radiant. Exquisite. Fabulous. Yeah. See, I got to get a list of memes. You got to get a list of adjectives. Yeah. Every time it's something different.
2: Yep. They were spending some time with their recently adopted son, Jareth.
0: Yep, we, uh, we got him a new bed, we got him some books, and we experimented with mom's hot sauce <laughs> on the Iron Gate, where he uh, burned his tongue. Good job, kid.
1: <laughs> aren't you're supposed to have fail resistance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we already got our money. yes, and I already talked to the sheriff. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow is when we have to leave because we're helping escort or we're not really helping as much as we're just following and get and giving them our help whether they like it or not because uh, yeah. Always- oh yes,
1: okay, oh, did right. I also told it off.
0: Right. She told her off. That was fun. Yeah, we're just hanging out with Jareth today. You you guys were going to practice some things. Yes, I'm yes. I'm going to be working on our wolf pelts.
2: Okay.
1: Excellent.
2: So, Jareth is trying to walk you, Celine, through the forms of s- summoning a familiar.
1: This is impossible. How do you do this?
2: It's... I know it's a little... Complex. Unless there
1: are, like, 16 things to remember.
2: Yep. But... Perhaps
1: <sighs> only took sleep.
2: Yes, but see, the thing with this is that those 16 things, you don't have to keep them all in mind so quickly. It's... You build it up over a long period of time. So don't think about this as, like, having to get all this in your head at once. Think about... I think this felt like takes an hour to actually initially cast, so... Hang on. Yeah, so like, you focus on this one for five minutes until it's solid, solidly in your mind. Then you come over to this one and add it to that. And you focus on those together. You and said
1: you got a headache, in, you said you got an headache after you did this?
2: After I did it successfully the first time, yeah. Did
1: you get a headache while you were trying to do it? No. No, you are ahead of me. <laughs> How's this going to make Cortez into a familiar? I don't know, and Cortez is like right there with me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and does he, I don't think. I've probably have already spoken to him about being a familiar and... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I would imagine you have.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm honestly not entirely sure what's going to happen because normally like, you have to summon a familiar from another plane, but Master Talden said, if I wanted to like get an actual pet and make them a familiar I could, I just had to have them stand in the circle when I cast the spell to summon it.
1: And what is the purpose of the circle? Uh,
2: the, the purpose of the circle is a focal point. It's to help focus your attention and contain the energy.
1: Oh, man. Suckling, exactly. wow. You can do it.
2: I call from the other side. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm cleaning pelts yeah
1: I don't think I can do this
2: this okay. is
1: much harder than I thought it would be
2: I mean You're
1: gonna give you going to give up the,
2: now you gotta press the digitization
1: yes and that, that that now I can do quite easily but alright let me I am okay here is another thing I am worried about is if I try this with Karatez and I do it Badly, will he get out? No, it,
2: if you do it wrong, just nothing happens. <sighs> it's just a lot of mental energy wasted.
1: <sighs> take a big swig of coffee. <sighs> <sighs> all right. Can I see the sheet again?
2: <sighs> it's actually three sheets, but he lays them well, out. In front of, he lays them out in front of you.
1: All right. All right, here we go. Uh, okay, okay, she's concentrating pretty hard.
2: Mm-hmm. So I need you to make three Arcana checks.
1: Three Arcana checks coming up. Do you All want right. them in the in, in the box? Here? Nah. Hey, that's not
2: bad. Okay. My book? What
1: do I do with my book? Oh, it's right here. It's by my feet. Come here. Come here. All right. So Dale's check, uh, mm-hmm. 21.
2: Okay. okay, passes. Second one.
1: Hmm, uh, 17. That passes. All right, and, uh, oh shit, uh, what is that, six? Five. Five, 10. So- Luck! No, it's okay.
2: <laughs> You're going through it. You're almost there. You get to, like, to the last three elements of the spell that you need to add to the overall structure. And then you forget the first piece. Oh, shit. <laughs> and it all just shit. falls apart.
1: Oh! <laughs> I almost had it, I almost had it. Keep going, you can do it.
0: Uh, before you start again, I have a question. Um, how many of these pelts do you actually want to keep?
1: All of them. You want to keep all the pelts? I, I want some comfy blankets. Okay. Unless you want one, Jeffith, do you want one? You,
0: <laughs> you want to dye a wolf pelt for your bed?
2: i that'd be pretty cool. Yeah,
1: it's he wants one.
2: Um it it's all it's still pretty warm right now, but I heard that when it comes towards winter time the um, school can get kinda cold.
1: Uh, I'm looking um, forward to winter. Where
0: am I? Alright, kid. Um I'll will send you on with a wolf pelt. But uh, we've also got we got a boatload of stuff that I should probably go sell. So I just wanted to double check. Didn't
1: we already go through this and you realize you had nothing to sell?
0: No, I actually realized I had a shit ton to sell. Oh, We have seven dire wolf pelts.
1: All my dolls is
0: dire wolf shit. Yeah, we have two adult ones and five dire wolf pups. We have 48 dire wolf pup teeth, an alpha skull, a female alpha teeth, which is 42, four dire wolf pup skulls, and a mirror. A mirror? Yeah, remember when we got the, the bandits' treasure that we found two mirrors?
1: Oh, was they like, um, you, me allows you to hang on the wall?
0: No, they were like comp- hand mirrors. Oh. And I asked you if you wanted to keep one and you said yes.
1: So I have one of them. So
0: you have one. So oh, we right. have one to sell. I'll sell one of the pup pelts and, uh, we're keeping the, the skull. Mm-hmm. You wanted to keep the big fangs?
1: Yes, of course.
0: Okay. So 80 pup teeth. Okay. Uh, well, you guys have fun. I am going to go sell some crap. No,
1: we will try not to burn the ass down. All right,
0: you can just get to me when you're done with that.
2: Okay. All right, so you're trying again? I
1: am trying again.
2: Okay.
1: Only because when I said I could not do this and they looked Jerry's head on his face, and I was like, no, I'm going to do this for our son. So he feels validated. There you go. Even if I am shit at it. All right. Natural 20, so 25.
2: Nice.
1: Uh, nineteen. Okay. Is it a seven? Mm-hmm. So, uh, twelve. I'm gonna use a luck point. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It starts off
2: really, really well. In fact, it starts off so well that you feel like the next little bit is easier. Have yeah, pencil. Yeah. And then, what was the next part? What was the next part? then it all falls apart again.
1: God
0: damn it. God fuck shit. You can do it. You can do it. You are not here. I know, but I'm trying
2: to be encouraging. And Jared is like being, trying to be really supportive. It's just like, and it took me more than a couple days to get it.
1: Okay. It
2: took me more than a couple, it, this, this one, like I wasn't even supposed to learn it yet, but.
1: (sighs) Okay if he got us more um more crow treats because yeah. being very patient <laughs>
2: i mean yeah it's been two hours by this morning. Oh
1: god
2: yeah
1: eat some willow we've got some okay i'm uh, chewing on some willow okay. this is will terrible well i mean it'll help your head all right here we go again uh so 23 mm-hmm. yes 23 shit ah uh, 14.
2: okay and uh, it's the last one. that keeps getting you. Try
1: another the luck point. Alright, okay, fine. Not luck point. There we go. Seventeen is uh,
2: plus five twenty-three. So you had Cortez inside the circle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So.
1: Oh, that'd be. That, no, that was yeah. one of my fails. Is that I did it and then he wasn't in the circle. He <laughs> fucked, he went and fucked off. <laughs> my Cortez, like, get back in here.
2: So how how it works? Is that you? It you have to be a ten. A thirteen and a fifteen um, is what you've been having to beat. Yeah, you focus in on it, you on the on the willow bark, and just having something repetitive to do with like your Some,
1: something something um,
2: tactile. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, to, yeah, Like focus on, and it helps you keep the structure built in your mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So you lay out the first part, the second part, and keep going up and up. And before you know it, the hour has passed. Uh, like, kind of just out from under you. And suddenly, there's this little blue flash of light (gasps) uh, in the circle. And then Cortez disappears. (gasps) And then reappears in an instant.
1: Oh, I... Did I do it? I think so. G- Gardez, are you are you all right?
2: It like tilts its head back and forth, and you get the immediate impression that he's fine.
1: I think he is okay. Um, and I pick him up. You mm-hmm. does not do you, does he feel any different? Any different?
2: At first, it doesn't seem to be anything different, but then you kind of notice like this awareness, this, like, kind of pressure, like, right on the edge of your senses mm-hmm. that in its orientation to you is wherever Cortez is.
1: Oh. Well, that is interesting. When you summon Whitney, do you feel what she feels?
2: Sort of. I can, well, it's how I've, um, actually never gotten caught at the vandalism thing. <laughs> I can talk with her, kinda. Oh, She doesn't use words words exactly, but feelings, impressions, and what's really cool is I can close my eyes, and if I focus really hard, I can actually see what she's seeing.
1: Really? Yeah. And I, like, stand up really, not really fast, but fast enough and go outside. <laughs> All
2: yeah.
1: right. And,
2: uh... Jared follows you.
1: All right, he goes nothing, and I don't kind of throw Cortez, but you kind of, I kind of launch him. Ah,
2: uh-huh. and he takes off flying, and
1: close my eyes.
2: So you close your eyes and focus on that pressure. And as Cortez flies up in a way, you feel the, you feel the pressure move. Like it's an awareness of where he is. Right, and you focus in on that pressure, and then all of a sudden your vision goes from dark to the aerial view of Cortez, looking down uh, at the ground around you. You guys had set up near...
0: We had set up like on a hill that had some trees in it that kind of overlooked Blue Peak.
2: Mm -hmm. So you get a lovely aerial view of Blue Peak as cortez flies around and huh. you even get like it, it, it's it's kind of far away but you get the sensation of like wind under cortez's wings
1: on his, ba- on his back and you know, stuff.
2: on his back and stuff you clearly hear the wind through cortez's ears and you also hear some kind of like far away sounds of the town down below feel a hand take yours.
1: Can I still feel my body? Yes. Okay.
2: However, you cannot see or hear anything while you are perceiving through your familiar senses. Okay,
1: but I can But I can still feel my body and I can still feel things that are happening to my body?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can also sort of feel Cortez, but it's like further, it's like a kind of dulled or further away, mm-hmm. so... Squeeze. Yeah,
1: squeezing pretty hard. And try not to cry. <laughs> how, uh, how do I come back from this? <laughs> not that I really want to, because I am flying,
2: But are, are you saying that out loud? Yeah. You feel J- Jareth just tugging on your hand.
1: And I come out of it.
2: Well, what do you open your eyes?
1: Yeah, I open my eyes.
2: Oh, okay, yeah. Then you come out of it. <sighs> oh. Oh. It's pretty cool, isn't it?
1: It is amazing. I flew. Well, Cortez flew, but I flew with him. And I whistle for him to come back. Yep.
2: He flies back around and lands.
1: We flew. Well, you could always fly. Mostly always fly, but I flew with you. Are you okay? I've always wanted to fly. I know it is silly, but, uh, Evel Sensei saw The Undertaker's wings. I wanted to fly.
2: The Undertaker has wings?
1: Of course he does. Did you not know that?
2: No. Hmm.
1: Does it not tell you what
2: the gods look like? I don't think I've ever heard the Undertaker described with wings before.
1: No, what that they describe him as?
2: I'm kind of an old man. Uh, dark suit. Well, the descriptions of him haven't been... Glowing? Gl- no. <laughs>
1: well, when I saw him, he was uh, very tall, he, had a, he did indeed have a dark suit on, and a top hat, and he was wearing a mask quite like mine, you have seen my bald mask, mm-hmm. and he had magnificent black wings, and ever since I had seen him I have wanted to fly, and now I can. Thank you, Jared.
2: He squeezes your hand again.
1: I put Cortez on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. I suppose I have not told you about when I saw The Undertaker. No. It was, um... After my village band. I'm sorry. No, do not be sorry. It is, um... One, it was a very long time ago. And two... Well, what happened was my mother put me under the, in a cold space under the floorboards and told me to hide. And so I did. And I hid until, well, until the noise stopped. And then I came out and I, I saw the carnage. And above them was the undertaker. And he came to me. And up until then I had felt nothing but fear. But he came to me, and he held out his hand, and I took it, and that was the last time that I really felt fear, and I told him so. I told him. I am not afraid. I don't remember anything after that. The next thing I remember is someone on the rescue team picking me up. But yes, that is, that is when I saw the undertaker. Of course, they told me at the cathedrals that it was just a, uh, an hallucination caused by the trauma of what I had gone through, but I know what I saw. I know what I felt. Oh, Talia's going to be so jealous. <laughs> I flew. What did you do today? <laughs> I got money. Oh, all right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the pretty cool do, I guess. Seeing
2: that, how many things from the wolves are you selling?
1: I'm selling
0: one of the direwolf pelts. Okay. So the females. Okay. Hey, there it is.
2: Okay, so Um, one of the direwolf pelts.
0: One direwolf pup skull. Okay. 80 pup teeth. Two direwolf pup pelts. Okay. And 42 adult teeth.
2: Okay. You're able to go about the town, Talia, and sell off the various parts that you want to do for the direwolves coming to a total of 127 gold and five silver. Okay.
0: And then I have also a mirror.
2: The mirror, yes. It was a nice mirror. So I'll say that went for about 15 gold.
1: 15? Yeah. Yeah, you be of money. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
2: Yeah.
0: And then I have a bunch of shit for Ernest and a bunch of shit for Nicky. And two things for Nikki. Cool. I don't know if she'll want the battery, but copper wire, something's gotta be useful for that. Yeah. Oh yeah, copper is like fucking
1: expensive. Yeah, so I head back.
2: Mm-hmm, okay. So after the elation of flying wears uh-huh. off, the headache sets in.
1: Oh, god.
2: <laughs> oh! <laughs> Much worse than... Oh! precipitation.
1: Oh my god.
2: I was wondering when that was gonna hit. Oh, it did. <sighs> um. Oh. <laughs> Come on, back inside. Do
1: you have to shout, jealous? He
2: just. Oh. He, he, he just grabs one of your hands <laughs> and like. And drags he, me man, along just, like a balloon. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> a balloon of pain.
1: Yeah, pain. A balloon in pain. <laughs> oh gods! Oh gods! This is how I die. <laughs> Uh, tell your mother I love her. Oh God.
2: So you eventually come back <laughs> home to <laughs> Celine on one of the recently purchased living room chairs. Lounges, right. the, one of the lounges. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Oh, I'm jealous. I'm
1: going to die. This is the end. This is the end.
2: She did it.
0: <laughs> oh good. So while well, she's dying.
2: Um. Yeah. Um, when you're not used to doing magic, uh, it can apparently do that. Uh, oh,
1: Talia, Talia, we've had a very good hun. Oh honey, <laughs> I put my hand on her head. Oh gosh. Oh. I imagine it's a migraine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, and the first time you have a migraine, you do feel like you're dying. Mm-hmm. You know what else will in this? What? Getting my soul ripped out by a vampire.
0: Mm. Yes, well.
1: Uh, Maybe it'll be worth it. How was uh? How
0: would it go? What happened?
1: It was amazing. I flew. You flew? I flew. Well, Cortez flew, but I could... It is like... It is as if I was in his body. Sort of. It is hard to explain. I could still feel my own body, but I was feeling the things he felt as well. And oh, God. Oh, does he feel the things I feel? No. Oh, good. I do not want him to die. Because <laughs> I am not going to die.
2: Cortez is like next to you, kind of like just poking at you concernedly. <laughs>
1: oh, and I'm just scratching him. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Cortez. I, I, I will be fine once the Undertaker uh, comes for me. <laughs> I roll my eyes.
0: Oh, dramatic.
1: Oh, yeah. Dramatic. I am the dramatic one. <laughs> How about I make you some food? Oh, no, please, no. You're
0: gonna have to eat at some point. No, not until I am dead. Well, I'll start making something, and then you can choose to eat it if you want. I might stop up. Uh-huh. Uh. <sighs> Looks at Jareth. All right, well, one last meal <laughs> before we have to send you back to the Aww. academy. I know, I know. <sighs> but we're leaving pretty early in the morning, I think. Uh, whenever that uh, caravan's supposed to go to airpike.
2: Okay. It um, is
1: okay, jealous. I'm glad I got to see you one last time.
2: <laughs> he looks over at you, Celine. <laughs> it's like a look of concern, but also a look of you'll 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 be fine.
0: Oh <laughs> well, probably also wow dramatic. Yeah. I I, lo- I like lean down and whispering to Jarrett's said. She's like this when she stubs a toe too, don't worry.
1: (laughs) I know that. He
2: he laughs a bit. Um, I probably won't have time to teach her this, but, um, and he hands you a folded up sheet of paper. What's this? One more thing for her to try if she wants to.
1: Oh, she She... probably will. There is no time, I'm going to die. (laughs) Come on. Bury it with me, perhaps I can learn it on the other side.
0: Right, come on, let's make some food. So we 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 make some food and okay. do some bonding parental things of trying the hot sauce on the side of the of the yeah. the pot that we found. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just see if it'll melt it,
0: <laughs> but only like a couple drops. Yeah. <laughs> Are you feeling any better later?
1: Am I feeling any better later?
2: Eventually, probably. Uh, th- th- food helps.
1: I do not want
0: to eat. Tough, eat it. Uh-huh. Come on, just open your mouth. Here, you inc- you
1: bring, here comes the- I'm going to puke. <laughs> run to the bathroom and top. Right. Uh, I feel better. That's good. Uh, oh, is that food? That is food,
0: here. Uh, what is it? The last of the of the wolf meat, but there's also some some bread and.
1: Oh good. Where is my? Where did you do? What to do with my hot sauce? It's right here. Oh, thank you, my...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell you looks absolutely fucking
1: horrified. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't slather it, but it's there's a good. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm mom of this Where did we get this again? We got to deal, right?
0: No, we got in an air Oh, all right,
1: Good. We are going to air bike, so we, we are going air an airpike, and we have
0: to go up to the Hoity Toities anyway, which is where we got in the first place. And I'm sure that nasty nice lady will remember us.
1: Oh, I am sure. Oh, and I am eating. I am eating this this slab of meat in hot sauce, just like it is nothing. I'm also dipping my bread in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like horrified. Jared, Jared is kind of watching you, like, and eating his own food with just this kind of like. A horrified amazement just kind of like <laughs> just like staring at you in fascinated horror.
0: Apparently it's not as bad if you put it on food. But anything that can melt metal is not going in my goddamn mouth. It
1: cannot melt metal. It cannot melt metal.
0: It disintegrated it a little bit. Yeah, right. It uh, did!
1: A little. The late... I'm not arguing with you about this. It is because you are wrong. <laughs> you call me dramatic. I didn't say I wasn't dramatic. I'm just saying you could, because that would be a big fat lie. Lies.
0: I am the pinnacle of calm and collected all the time.
1: Oh, right. okay. Yes, she definitely is, jealous. She is telling you the truth. Yes, definitely. I don't appreciate your sarcasm. <laughs> And agreeing with you
0: all right kid and I gather the pelt up mm-hmm. it's like let's get you back to the Academy okay I know we'll be back we will be back soon I promise okay <laughs> besides we still also got that trip to airpike around uh, when it gets cold right
1: so. I am so looking forward to winter
0: actually what's al doing around that time too does he stay there
2: um he has before just i think one of his cousins came and visited last time
1: they uh, have lots of this big family right yeah yes nikki was telling us uh ask if he wants to come live or we take him to see nikki
0: okay if he wants to come i mean he doesn't have to but in case he, he wants is, to see nikki he we'll probably go see nikki he is more, more than, than welcome yeah Alright, we take him back, okay. to, back to school. Okay. To go do homework. Mm hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Give, give him a big hug.
2: He gives you both a big hug back. <laughs> and, and before he leaves, he, he comes to you, Celine, and says, Don't worry, the headaches stop eventually.
1: Oh, good. He has <laughs> yes, good. 'Cause that was um I felt like I was going to die.
2: <laughs> but when when you're when you want to you, you can try the other one. I I gave I gave it to Tally. Oh, there that
1: uh, was another one?
2: Yeah. It's kinda of like precedentation, so the form is, is a little similar. Um Oh
1: thank God. So you tried to if it was another one of these big giant enormous spells that takes up your whole brain and then some I don't think I could do it.
2: No. No uh, mom, it, you're it, done. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little illusion spell.
1: Oh, an illusion. Yeah. Hmm. I like the sound of that. Well thank you very much, Diles. Yeah. Oh. And thank you for helping me helping me fly.
2: He you had to again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wave goodbye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Try not to cry again. Why? Every goddamn time. imagine you cry like Bowser cries? I do.
0: Was the big, big 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 tears. Big tears running down my face. I do. Yeah. <laughs> big big strong man. <laughs> Alright. Actually I hand you the spell
1: mm. on a way back. Oh, oh, this is much much less um. <sighs> And you know what he told me also? That is apparently finding a familiar is apparently a one of the easy ones. <laughs> well,
0: honey, you How not... does anybody
1: learn magic without their head exploding?
0: Well, I'm assuming someone who enjoys Pain? Reading. Oh,
1: that too, same thing.
0: <laughs> you enjoy reading.
1: I enjoy stories. I don't enjoy I don't enjoy my head feeling like it is going to explode. All right. Fair
2: enough. For our listeners, Celine took the magic initiate feat.
1: I sure did. Yep. So that is why I am uh, I am able to do plastic digitation and minor illusion once I practice it a little bit, and uh, now Cortez is a familiar. He can change forms now, right?
2: Yes. Which if, is if, going to be kind of funny, but
1: okay. Right, but if he needs to be something other than a quote, he can change
0: films. Yes. Here's the question: If he dies, like not a natural death, but like someone like punts him. <laughs> 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 He's I'm got all. Dropping
2: the bird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that? Does he just get
2: winked out? Of I'm existence? going to. I'm going to say yes. Okay. I am going to say yes because I am I do not want Cortez to die.
0: Yeah. Unless so. Yeah. Okay, here now here's the other question. What has he
2: become?
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is is I was going to actually ask him, so are you still a call?
2: He kinda like ruffles his feathers and kind of a shrug. You get an impression from him that it, it's like, yes? <laughs> hmm.
1: Interesting. He says he's still a crow. At least I think he says it. Right? But how does he smell?
2: Perception check. Does
1: he smell like autumn? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask.
0: So, no, I don't smell no. shit.
2: <laughs> it smells like a crow.
0: <laughs> I'll smell him later. When I'm not... It's when because, I it's don't because have... you
1: are so congested from crying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll try it later.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. So you guys head back uh, and you guys go back to the house to sleep for the night. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. so We could do that eventually. Well, we got a brand new wolf
2: pelt
0: that we got to try out. Of course.
1: Oh, it is so soft. <sighs> yeah, a
0: couple of comb throughs and got it down. Had to wash it a little bit or wash it as much as you can. I actually need to like look up how to- The process. The process of actually curing a hide. The problem is most of the time it's got pictures and visual aids yeah. and I actually don't want to see it. You want me to look it up? Cause I could look
1: it up. Uh, I, don't, I don't, I don't mind.
0: No, I gotta get over it sometime. Just, I'm not a, I'm sorry. I'm from California. We didn't have that shit at all. Like, in it, like, it was not, like, I knew it was a thing. Somewhere in the world, people went hunting. And I don't have a problem with it in any way, shape, or form. As long as you're not over hunting or whatever the term yeah. is. Poaching? Poaching. As long as you're not poaching and doing it to animals that you need to not be doing it to. Fair. I don't care what you fucking do. But I didn't know. But I again, California, that is a... Far off distant land full of people I don't know. And then I come here to the Midwest, where in the fall, people have that shit on the back of their car. And mm-hmm. it's just hanging there. And I flipped my shit the first time I saw it. I'm yeah, just like, people can't do that. It's like, it's, just like, it's fall. And you're
1: like, oh, there's deer. I'm like, yeah, it's hunting season. What, what did you expect? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then, yeah, they... They were just incensed that that was a thing. Like, welcome to Wisconsin, babe. I mean, again, I don't actually
0: like care because I don't really have a, pro- a moral problem with hunting because sometimes you need hunters to, you know, get rid of the fucking deer because we killed all the goddamn wolves. But, you know, it like I don't have a problem with hunting per se. It was just right up there in my face. I'm like, oh, hello. Hi, different part of the country. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah i'll look up i'll help you look uh, up. yeah help me I, I mean i just i have no interest in it yeah as much all as, right but i feel like i should because it's my character mm-hmm. and she does do that So oh, yeah yeah okay so uh eventually we go to sleep
2: mm-hmm. eventually
0: eventually i don't remember if we got a time of when the caravan was leaving but uh i want to be ready by eight at okay. least. So we're all ready to go by 8. Mm-hmm. We'll go to the sheriff's office, mm-hmm. and we're just gonna... I don't know if we need to see her specifically, but we go and just let her know, or we'll let them know we're here, and we're here to help with the... the, uh, the loading and unloading yep. of the prisoner <laughs> to air bike.
2: Yep. You're ready by 8 and you get there probably a little after 8.30 then. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you get there... Pretty much actually at the same time that the escort constables arrive in town. Oh, good. They look a bit (laughs) travel-weary, but they notice your DMP badges and nod at you. The head of the group of them introduces himself as Malcolm. Malcolm? Yep. His facial features look to place him in, like, his late 20s, early 30s, but he has pure white hair.
0: Oh, okay. Can I try and smell to Cortez again? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Ooh, 21. It's yeah. 15.
2: Yeah. As you head into the constable's office, you think again to see if you can determine if there is anything new about Cortez. So you take a deep breath and there is something. It's not the same scent you got off of Celine. Mm-hmm. It's not the same scent you got off the broker, but there's a similarity to it. The amount of nature that is present. Oh.
0: So. Tanya
2: possibly you you get the impression that it's fey of some sort okay. probably
0: but not of the autumn
2: not directly no
0: okay uh are you right near me mm-hmm. uh so cortez has changed
1: oh has he yep. how can you tell
0: i can smell him
1: what does he smell like <laughs>
0: Doesn't smell like you or the broker. Oh. But he definitely smells, close. Hmm.
1: So if a fae. Something like that. Yeah. Are you a F.A. fae now, Cortez?
2: He kind of shifts on your shoulder. Turns his head. Let's get like he's kind of thinking about it. Mhm. And then you get the impression. I suppose so.
1: <laughs> I suppose he is. Do you know what kind of fey you are? Well, he has a bald face. thank you.
2: <laughs> he has no idea.
1: Oh, right. hmm. As, as
0: long, long as he's still a jerk, aren't you, Cortez? And I got one of his treats up.
2: Nah.
0: <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yep. You are spoiling him now. I am not spoiling him. He, was, he is so spoiled.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: so... Yeah.
1: Oh, before um, we leave, I am sending a note to Rosa Because we forgot to oh, go, see yeah. him. Oh, okay. we go see him. Oh, Go see him. Yes. And mm-hmm. it just says, uh I was in town. Sorry, I, d- sorry I missed you. <laughs> Had to deal with some shit.
0: Actually, is there a newspaper somewhere yeah. nearby? Mm-hmm. Can I look at that and see if the Yaldin massacre has made it there yet? Yeah. It has?
2: Shit. It actually... Looks like it made it in an issue or two ago because it's not front headline news. It's more of a follow up piece talking about rebuilding in Yaldon, uh, how it is currently underway, though several people have decided to leave the small town and move closer to The central cities.
1: I cannot say
0: that I blame them. No. Excuse me, and I. anybody. It doesn't matter who I'm looking at.
2: Okay.
0: Um, Is there older newspapers that I could look at?
2: Oh. I think I still have. uh, uh, Last week's here, I hadn't quite finished reading it, and he, like. It's one of the desk clerks, and he just ruffles through some papers and pulls out. I uh, think it's only part of it, but... Headline, at least.
0: That's the one I'm looking for, and is, that's... Yeah. That's... Okay. What, is, what it specifically does it say.
2: Massacre at Yalden. Not but a few days ago, a tragedy struck the frontier town of Yalden, population 275. What started as a simple missing persons case turned into undead horror as those who had gone missing returned twisted by machine into some form of abomination the animated corpses of the townsfolk were forced to hold their own city in terror for three days before members of the DMP came in and rescued the town folk. When asked on his opinion of the matter, business owner and candidate for Lord Mayorship, Leroy Brown, had this to say. <laughs>
1: the fuck what he has to
2: say. It is because of horrors and abomination such as this, that it is important that we secure our homes and our towns. We must preserve the natural order of things at all costs.
1: I am re- reading along with you. Now, what bullshit! I say, in, in nice view. <laughs> what bullshit! Since it was two unholy uh, abominations, unnatural order creatures that. Uh, Stopped this whole thing. <laughs> Indeed. It's a bunch of bullshit.
2: Leroy Brown further went on to criticize the slowness of which the DMP were to act.
1: Uh, what were what, what you doing? <laughs> Running for mayor.
2: And it quotes Leroy Brown again. The way I understand it. People had gone missing weeks before this attack started. If the DMP were truly concerned with the security of the frontier, they would have investigated those few poor missing souls and avoided this entire tragedy.
1: And so you gets quiet. Don't Don't you dare? I cannot help it.
0: Try. There's no fucking way in hell that this is anybody's fault but that woman's. I'll be damned if this asshole was going to be slinging shit like that. Yes, what was he doing? Ordering other people to burn.
1: The point was he was not helping. What an asshole. I
0: gotta figure out a way to get to this guy.
1: Celine looks very downcast, and then she looks up. I have an idea. I don't know if it will work, but that's the nature of ideas, isn't it? It is. Well, first, let's, um. Deal with this? Let's deal with this, and then, um.
0: We still gotta head back to Ubendale.
1: Alright. And we have to go to, um. Vilvale. There we do.
0: Alright. Yeah, I suppose I should make nice with the DMP there, if anything. I'll just pop it in their face. I mean, that one guy pisses me off, but... Everybody's on the same side now, I suppose. Yes, but we are still better and better looking. Which is actually the reason I was looking in the thing for the first place. Did they eat? Did the the article say which DMP members did that?
2: No.
1: <sighs> Fuck. What? Just
0: we got a reputation as bounty hunters. Yes. We got to make sure that translates into DMP.
1: I don't follow
0: and I hold up the newspaper this says DMP members took care of it but it doesn't say who Oh, it's specifics well shit and we're responsible for taking care of Blue Peak which would have been a bigger massacre
1: and now y'all hmm who hates this paper where is it based out of
2: so the newspaper is called The Observer
1: the Observer. It's,
2: the observer. Yep. it's out
1: of... Out of Airpike. I think we have to pay them a visit.
2: There is also an office for the Observer here in Blue Peak. How it works is journalists from a couple of the major cities gather news. Then it's all sent to Airpike and it's compiled there and what stories, you know, are deemed newsworthy are published.
1: Hmm... I guess it depends on how loud we wanna be. When is this caravan leaving? Soon. Mm, How soon?
2: Very. Fuck.
1: All right, well, we'll have to save that fire pack, I suppose. But I have an idea. Here's a
0: question. I have Mm
1: -hmm. an idea to make an impression.
0: Did we see the paper for the Blue Peak news when we did,
2: when uh, Jenny and
0: John, Jenny and John,
2: you did not see that paper.
0: I ask uh, any, uh, do you have the newspaper for when Jenny and John's in?
1: Uh, do you have a microfiche?
2: <laughs> uh, sorry, I don't. They probably have that in.
1: Oh, yes. And I Air have, Pike. and I have a fantastic idea. Oh, wonderful. They'll probably have
0: copies in Airpike somewhere. Do you
1: have that uh, spells that jealous said oh, did to teach me? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. Hmm. Oh, this is, this is a two. <laughs> it's just hard because you're not used to it. Next, you're going to tell me is that magic boils water when obviously it is face that does so. <laughs> and if you get that joke, dear listeners, uh, congratulations, you're really fucking nerdy. <gasps>
0: my favorite things ever. Is that commentary? Okay, so yeah, we head with the caravan. Okay. If they witness
2: us. Yeah. No, they, <laughs> okay. they, ex- they gladly accept the help. Awesome. As you're looking over the newspapers, you actually see them coming out with Victoria. She is bound hand and foot, her hands manacled behind her back, her feet manacled together, and there's actually, you know, it's like Prisoner transport style with, Mm -hmm. you know, the chain going from the manacles Mm -hmm. behind to the one connecting her feet as well. Mm -hmm. And she's just shuffling along kind of slowly and she sees you two and just like death beam glare at both of you.
0: I narrow my eyes at her.
2: And uh, Malcolm comes up to you. We'll be heading out pretty much right away. Interested in riding with?
0: we're following all right thanks for letting us tag along
2: thanks for catching this monster
1: no, heard what in-
2: she did over at Yalden
1: now what an insult to monsters
0: it's a hmm. it was pretty nasty business but uh, sorry we just didn't catch a sooner yes maybe really we didn't
2: well DMP gets a bit of... Unfair criticism, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> well, we recently just joined. Before that, we were just normal bounty hunters.
2: I would not uh, say normal.
0: Well, we did have a reputation. Do have a reputation.
2: Uh, bounty hunters have their place, too. But uh, DMP, at least the organization on a ho- as a whole, seems uh, a bit more hopeful.
0: I certainly like to think so.
2: We're riding out in 10. All right.
0: We'll be ready.
1: I am looking at the spell. How are you supposed to figure this out on your own?
0: <laughs> he said <laughs> it was similar to the other one.
1: Well, it is, conceptually. Well, there you go. Hmm. It's illusion.
0: Think of an illusion. An illusion. Yeah.
1: Well, we have a long ride. I guess I have a lot of time to think about
0: it. Yeah, just die awesome. i
1: will be
0: fine. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. Or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind the scenes material are just some of the things that you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash Let's Be Legendary Podcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzy Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at bittytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.